Today, we are going to talk about the Creator Economy 2.0. And this comes written by one of our favorite people. His name is Andrew Chen. And so I'm going to share this real quick. And actually, you know what? I'm going to share it, but I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's an essay. But the gist of this, this thing over here is so Andrew Chen, just some background. He's a partner at Andreessen Horowitz, which is one of the big venture firms out there. So the title of this post is Creator Economy 2.0, what we've learned, why it's hard and what's next. And so I just want to scroll to the theories of the dynamics at play because maybe in 2020, 2021, there are a lot of creator companies that were raising a bunch of money. Let's say Patreon, for example, Substack raised a ton of money and it was all about putting the power in the hands of the creator. So for example, if you build your email subscription newsletter, then you know Substack might take 10% or something like that. So the whole idea was that these creator platforms would just take a cut of whatever the creator was making. Now, now that the dust is kind of cleared, we're in 2023, it's actually we've learned that it's very hard to build a creator startup. And here are a few theories of the dynamics at play. So Neil, do you want to read these or you want me to read these? I will read them because you have a lot of noise in the background. So, so Andrew says here, and Andrew's a smart growth marketer. So he has a few theories of the dynamics at play. And by the way, he was the lead funder for one of the creator companies, Clubhouse. But, you know, just want to call that out. So the creator power law, a small concentrated number of creators have all the audience, which makes creator economy startups potentially fragile and dependent. Number two, battle for the bio link. Creator economy companies acquire their audience from larger social media platforms that often have one spot, the link in bio, to promote a single company. It's a zero-sum game to overpower other companies. Now, number three, the graduation problem. Startups often charge a take rate, percentage of bookings, and if the creator is acquiring their own customers and also doing the underlying work, they want to pressure you towards reducing costs. The biggest creators often graduate, quote unquote, from a platform building their own and taking the revenue with them. Now, the fourth and final point here is algorithmic feast and famine. So creator traffic is driven by social feed algos, which lends itself to big spikes in traffic that appear and then go away. The opposite of the steady, durable growth that startups seek. Now, before you go, Neil, the one thing I want to call out here is the graduation problem. Like if you're making a million dollars a month, do you really want to be paying Substack $100,000 a month? No, you're going to keep grinding them down and you're going to grind them down to the point where you're just going to move over to your own platform. Yes, I think he's spot on with this. I also think it's just really hard to build up a massive following compared to what it was like six, seven, eight years ago when social was just much more up and coming than it is now. Now it's a really saturated market. If you look at like what Threads did with X, no one really talks about threads anymore, right? It's really difficult to build a platform as an influencer and generate money as a creator. And the reason being is there's so much competition. If you can't stand out, you're not going to do well. And if you do stand out and you have a large following like a Logan Paul or a Kardashian, you're going to figure out how to monetize away from any of the platforms. Because Why would you want to give anyone a cut? Yeah. I mean, network effects matter, right? So going to Neil's example on on threads versus X, um, it was cool for the first week or two, but then it's like, oh man, I'm kind of doing the same thing I'm doing on X, but I already have, there's more network effects there. There's more reward. So why would I do it? I'm not saying threads will fail, but you know, it's not looking as good as it was before. The other thing too, is the algorithmic feast and famine. The problem is, let's say you're like a Logan Paul or Mr. Beast, or let's say like Emma Chamberlain, you have to keep feeding the beast on YouTube. And I remember I met Jake Paul at a dinner once and he was talking about like, he grew his YouTube to about 20 million subs. And he's like, I just don't want to play the game anymore. And so it gets tiring because you have to keep 
getting on that hamster wheel of creating content and it gets tough and you know that can burn people out and well that makes it harder for these creator economy startups because they need these creators to keep pumping and pumping out content and feeding the algorithm speaking of that what happened with pewdiepie remember he was big on youtube didn't something happen where he did something he's still big he was actually in a recent mr beast video where he appeared like in the middle of it so he's still a big deal no okay yeah I'm so, not into games. I, I just assumed you would know more because you do a lot of video game stuff. Not anymore. I don't play any not video anymore, games, but right. I just I watch the stuff still. But I think this is interesting too, the creator power law, right? So small concentrated number of creators have all the audience. I mean, that's the same as anything though. Like we, there's always have been power laws with any type of influencer out there. So I think that's always going to be- Even with a lot of businesses, there's a few that own the majority, right? If you look yep. at the- cell phone market as Apple and Google really dominate, at least on the software side with iOS and Android, although iOS is only their own devices. But still, if you look at, you know, search engines, you got Google, you got Bing, you got Baidu, Yandex, there's not too many more other than that. You got Coca-Cola, you got Pepsi, you know, electric car manufacturer, Tesla's leading the way right now. And yes, there's others, but typically in most categories, there's a few that just take all of it. And I know like with automotive, there's a lot of car companies that have the market. But if you actually look at uh, sub segments like value cars, like cars that are affordable, that last a very long time, it's you have companies like Toyota and Honda that are crushing it. Yeah. I mean, look, at the end of the day, it's the Pareto principle, right? The 80-20 rule. And it's no different in any type of business or audience or whatever it is exactly. So take that for what it is. I think, look, I still think there's potential for these creator economy starts. I just think we got a little ahead of our skis here, but you know, at least it's a good lesson in how the game works. So that is it for today. Please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, five stars, please. And we'll see you tomorrow.